our Savior Jesus Christ has destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, let us remember with thanksgiving what God has done both for and through his servant Willis. Willis Charles Muring was born on June 26, 1927 in Watkins, Minnesota, the only child of William and Ella. On August 7, 1927, he received the gift of holy baptism and became a child of God. On March 29, 1942, he publicly confessed his faith, was confirmed, and began to receive the precious gift of the Lord's life-giving body and blood. He graduated with the class of 1944 from Kimball High School. After completing his education, Willis embarked on a fulfilling career as a farmer and a rural mail carrier, dedicating himself to serving his community and tending to the land he cherished. On July 10, 1954, Willis was united in marriage to Gracie at Concordia Lutheran Church. Willis was a genuine and hardworking individual, recognized for his unwavering commitment to his family and community. He possessed an exceptional work ethic and genuine passion for farming and cutting wood, which brought him immense joy throughout his life. As a respected member of the Southside Township Board and South Haven School Board, Willis actively contributed his wisdom and insight to important decisions that shaped the future of his town. Willis Charles Muring will be remembered as a dedicated family man, a compassionate community leader, and a hardworking farmer who exemplified the virtues of integrity, love, and commitment. Willis was blessed by his wife, Gracie, his children, Debbie, William, Lori, and Patty. Ten grandchildren, Jennifer, Dan, Jesse, Melissa, Samantha, Matt, John, Char, Brandon, Ashley, and Michael. Eighteen great-grandchildren, Braden, Aaron, Jake, Lily, Gavin, Oliver, Tyson, Emily, Lucas, Elena, Lauren, Cameron, Mackenzie, Lauren, Taylor, Jack, Peyton, and Leland. And as of yesterday, two great-great-grandchildren, Reese and Reed. Finally, on January 19th, 2024, God blessed Willis with a holy death and took him home to rest in the arms of Jesus to await the resurrection of the dead. We give thanks to God our Father through Jesus Christ our Lord for our brother Willis. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Willis was a diligent reader of Portals of Prayer. This is a daily devotion book that we distribute here at church from our church body. Portals of Prayer, every day he would read the devotion. And he told me this last summer that he had begun to memorize the prayers that are listed at the beginning of this devotion booklet. Here's the first one. It's Martin Luther's morning prayer. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. 
He prayed that prayer as well as the evening prayer, and he said this summer that he was undertaking to memorize those prayers, prayers which were answered, answered by his Heavenly Father, who kept him from all harm and danger, who guarded him from the devil and from temptation, who forgave all of his sins, who raised him up each day, a new man, alive in Christ. God answered those prayers, but I was thinking about the fact that Willis undertook to memorize these prayers at 96 years old. Most of us stop memorizing things far, far earlier than that. Here's how you should think about what Willis was doing in memorizing these prayers at 96 years old. He was storing up treasures in heaven. Storing up treasures in heaven. As opposed to storing up earthly treasures, which, as Jesus tells us, will be eaten by moths and destroyed by rust and can be stolen by thieves. Not so with these treasures, the kinds of treasures that Willis was heaping up for himself. As he prayed those words and he put them in his heart and he contemplated them and he held them before his heavenly Father, asking for all of the blessings that God had promised him, Willis was storing up treasures in heaven. Now, we can all see that here in this place, in a church, in the company of Christians, within earshot of God's word. We can all see that, but I think it's worth noting that as far as the world would be concerned, this was a fool's venture for Willis to be memorizing anything at 96 years old. Why bother with that? What's the point in that? I was thinking about what it is like. It's like this. It's like running a long race, a marathon. And just a few feet from the finish line, there you are, about to cross the finish line, and your shoe comes untied. Why would you bother to stoop down and untie your shoe? Just a few more steps, and you're across the finish line. Why would you waste your time memorizing something at 96 years old? Well, it turns out this race that Willis was running is different from the kinds of races that are run in this world. Yes, There was a finish line, and yes, across that finish line would be victory and rest. But this finish line was different from every other finish line. Every other finish line has you sit down in a heap because finally, at long last, you're done with that and you don't want to do it anymore. That's how you feel after you've run a marathon. Why would you bother tying your shoes at the end of that race? You're going to take your shoes off at the end of that race. Not so for Willis. He knew that at the end of this race, crossing that finish line, he was not done running. But instead, now, across that finish line, he would begin again to run, this time, for complete joy. Without any fatigue, without any wear and tear, with a new youthful vigor, the psalmist tells us that his youth is renewed like the eagles, that he will put on strength, that his legs will not grow weary or faint. That is what Willis was running towards, that finish line, on the other side of which is more running and leaping and bounding for joy. And so, he tied his shoes before crossing the finish line. He undertook to fill his mind and his heart with these precious words, which would be the words that would be his for all eternity. His Savior loved him and held him dear. He was a child of God, trusting in his Heavenly Father. He knew that what was awaiting him was eternal joy, and that 
is what he was running towards. That's Willis, running with endurance the race that was set before him, taking his time, giving the attention to what was needed, and being strengthened all along the way, not seeking a perishable wreath, you know, the kinds of wreaths that in the Roman Olympiad people would wear on their heads made of leaves that would fade and wither and die and be worthless at long last. That's not the kind of wreath that Willis was running towards. He was running for a crown that would not fade away, a prize that would never be taken from him, that would shine for all eternity, storing up treasures in heaven. That's what Willis was busy with to the very end, storing up treasures in heaven. He did all of this because his Lord allowed him to, and that is so important for us to remember. Willis was a remarkable man, and that, I think that obituary, which is glowing, doesn't even do half of the justice required. How could you ever praise Willis's virtue, his integrity, his love, his commitment adequately enough? How could you do it? How could you say enough about what a man he was and what a blessing he was to all of us, to all of you? I only knew him for four years can't imagine what it would have been like to know him for the rest of his life as well. But, but, all of that comes from God. A gift from God. Ninety-six years, God helped him. Kept his foot stable. God, who did not slumber nor sleep, did not let him slip. For ninety-six years, God preserved him in the faith. That faith which was delivered to him so long ago in his baptism... God kept him. For 96 years, God kept on washing him and making him new, raising him each day, a new creation, forgiving all of his sins, feeding him with the body and blood of Jesus, which was strength for the journey, food for this race to get him across the finish line. 96 years, God kept his going out and his coming in. 96 years, God prepared him to depart in peace, according to his word. For 96 years, God wrote for you this story of blessings and virtue. But above all else, what God did for you through Willis was to give you this example of faith. A man who knew that the treasures of earth would pass away, but that heavenly treasures would never pass away. A man who knew that Like the grass and the flowers of the field, his own flesh would fade away, but not the word of God. That endures forever. And so he filled his ears and his heart with those treasures, storing up treasures for heaven. Let that be what you remember most of all about Willis. Let that be the thing that colors all of your other memories about Willis and The example that Willis has left for you, follow, especially in this. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Gracie was telling me on Friday that there was a song that Willis used to sing whenever he'd see a detour sign on the road. Are you familiar with this? This song made famous by Patti Page. Detour, muddy road. I'm not going to sing it for you. I won't subject you to that. Here's how the lyrics go. Detour. There's a muddy road ahead. Detour paid no mind to what it said. Detour, all these bitter things I find. Should have read that detour sign. 
It's a song of regret. It's a song of making poor choices. And there are some poor choices listed in that song. But it's also a hopeful song because it points out the fact that there's a sign. There's a sign that tells you which way to go. Which way is the safe way? Which way will spare you trouble? Which way will lead you to life? There's a sign. And I would submit to you today that Willis is that sign. He's the one who shows you what faithfulness looks like. He's the one who shows you in his life what God's faithfulness looks like. And so heed the sign. Like Willis, take the detour. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. He lamented, as so many often do, as we all do, I think, at some point. He lamented what this world is coming to. You can imagine him wondering how much has changed Over the last 96 years, what is this world coming to? I say this, I think, at nearly every funeral, and I can't help myself because it is just so true. I can guarantee you right now that the thing that Willis would want most for all of you is that you would store up treasures in heaven. That you would not go the way of this world. That you would not follow the sinful desires of your hearts. That you would not listen to the clamor that you would not listen to the despair, but that instead you would listen to your Savior who gave up his life for you, who poured out his blood for you to forgive all of your sins, who suffered everything that you deserved because of your sins, who suffered it willingly, gladly, praying even as he was dying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Of all the things Willis could hope for you right now, that is the thing that he would hope most of all, that you would hear that and believe, that you would lay aside every sorrow and grief and anxiety and care, that you would lay aside all of your sins which weigh so heavily upon you, but that you would run, like him, the race that is set before you with endurance, with your eyes fixed on the prize, that unfading crown of glory. He would hope most of all that he would see you again in glory in the resurrection. He would hope most of all that he would get to meet you with his Savior, That he would get to see you and that you would get to see him perfected. Not tainted with sin. Not weighed down with sorrow and grief, but rejoicing eternally. Running with vigor and strength and youth that will never die away. And so, like Willis, store up treasures in heaven. Here's what that looks like. Listen to God's word. Come to church. Put off your sin, repent, and be forgiven And rejoice that we, who are we, that we have a God who loves us so much, that has been so mindful of us that he did everything we needed, that he did everything for Willis, that he spared no expense to have him as his own forever. Rejoice in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.